Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Friday. 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 We made it. We made it. Episode edition of the Elephants in the Room. October 7th. Happy baseball playoffs. Yay. There you go. <laughs> the games have been okay. Bieber pitched well for Cleveland. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> um, we got back from playing golf in the afternoon, and um i'm taking out the trash and cleaning things up in the kitchen while katie's showering and then we switch spots and katie starts making food and whatnot and making some snacks um and then um ate a little bit got our computers out getting ready to do the show we're going to talk mostly about the debate last night in arizona and i sit down at my computer and i i had opened up a couple of tabs um as i do in getting ready to uh, speak into a microphone for 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, apparently, like, there was, like, a, I don't know, maybe maybe a water droplet or something, or I clipped something, or a screen. My screen is a touch screen, actually, on my laptop. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice laptop. And... Um, and uh, it, this, this, this tab is open that I was not on. It says, MAGA extremist Christian Lamar thinks he knows better than you, your family, and your doctors. Meanwhile, I saw it, and I was like, oh, Max must want to be talking about this for the show, whatever. But no, it just appeared. So now we must investigate. Never terminate a pregnancy. And so it's just one of these... Uh, some sort of uh, Democrat like, pack opportunity Arizona. Okay, so this is an Arizona candidate. Mm-hmm. What's he running for? He's running for some sort of uh, like state office or state something. Okay. He's a MAG extremist, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. So this group is all about like COVID nineteen. As COVID-19 persists, Ducey takes little action. Because it's not happening. It's over. Let it go. Okay. Okay. So they're just, anyways. So those are some, so anyways. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow, this is, uh, is kind of cool. Another person to vote for. Uh, if they're in our district. I don't, I don't think that they're in our district. Uh, it seems to be a, mis, a mistargeted ad, a poorly <laughs> targeted ad. Something that I may or may not know about in my line of work. 
Um, but anyways, last night here in Arizona, we had our Senate debate, which featured uh, Mark Kelly, Senator Mark Kelly, I guess I should say, Senator Mark Kelly. Oh, um, yeah. And um, Blake Masters, Republican nominee, and Mark J. Victor, the Libertarian nominee, who we will get into. <laughs> he made headlines for a reason what that libertarians always make headlines, which is saying something totally wacky on the debate stage. Oh, really? What? I didn't see. Isn't it? You our... missed it? Yeah. We'll get into it. I've got a thing. I got a thing of, I have a lot of notes here. So basically it starts off, and the first thing that you notice is Blake Masters is about like six feet taller than everyone else. It's wild. He looks... He looks like Manute like an alien up there. You know, it's like you got Manute Bull and then like... And they put him in the middle. Mudsy Bogues. They put him in the middle of the stage and the other two guys, who I assume are like normal height, probably mm-hmm. like five, seven, six, something like that. I don't know. And then the Gandalf in the middle. Yeah. The cloud botherer. Yeah. How's the weather up there, Blake? <laughs> I can tell you, he's gotten that joke a lot in his life. But it was funny. That's the first thing you notice um, is that Blake Masters was just, just this like tall presence um, there. Uh, the second thing was that Masters went on the, the, the attack right away in his opening statement. Basically called out Mark Kelly for not being good on the border, being a vote, a, a reliable vote 100% of the time for Joe Biden. Um, which has led to all this inflation and runaway spending. And um, it was an aggressive start to the debate from Blake Masters. And at first I was like, oh, that's an interesting tactic, considering that the last time that we saw you on a debate stage, you came off as an angry adolescent. (laughs) Um, So you're starting. So so here we go again. Um, And then Mark J. Victor, the libertarian candidate. And the libertarian candidates always do great at these, you know, well, I just... I don't want the government to bother you with anything. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. It's awesome. He's just, he's for peace and freedom, baby. Peace and freedom. That's what he was for. The peace and freedom party. Mark J. Victor. So how can you, how can the Marine veteran, lawyer, practicing law in Arizona for the past 27 years, um, how could you hate the guy? You can't. He's great. He's someone you want to vote for. An outside voice. We'll get to that. Um, my first note on Kelly is that Kelly is a nervous Nelly. Oh, my gosh. It was so awkward. Like, as soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, ooh, did he practice? I, this is one of those things where you, you realize that public speaking really is, like, the most terrifying thing to some people in the world. Because when you think about Mark Kelly, let's put this in perspective. This is a man who is a naval aviator, i.e. fighter pilot. 25 years. Astronaut. This is... Things that would scare me. Like, no, I don't want to be tossed into space or (laughs) going 60,000 miles an hour, however fast they go. No, I don't want to do that. My point... Exactly. That is exactly the point that I'm making. This is someone who, looking at his career choice and his career path, you would say is somewhat of a, a, a risk taker. Maybe an adrenaline junkie. Someone who is, you know... Those kinds of scary things don't phase him. Exactly. Exactly. Like that Alex Honnold guy. The guy who climbs without ropes. Oh, no. Right? The free climber? Stuff like that. You would think that if you are comfortable being thrown in the space 
or behind or behind or in the cockpit of an F-14 when he was flying and then maybe an F-18 later on in his days that he would be unfazed with having a camera in front of him. Let me tell you, you ever want to see Mark Kelly sweat and bullets? Put a camera in front of him and ask him a question about what he believes. Because this is someone who does not want to take a stance on anything that could possibly offend anyone. It was wild to watch. Immediately, he starts stammering. Immediately. This is his opening statement. This is supposed to be memorized, (laughs) canned, Hey, practiced heavily. Thanks to everyone showing up. Thanks to the moderator. Hey, you want to know what in Arizona? I get it. I'm out in D.C. D.C., all these career politicians, they're not trying. I'm trying to be an independent voice for us and independent folks in Arizona. That's really all he's got to say. I'm just trying to fight for you and these bozos in D.C. just don't know what they're doing. Mark Kelly, I don't even remember what his opening statement was. His opening statement was, I am nervous as all heck to be here. <laughs> yeah. He, this guy, I thought he was going to need to change shirts. It was like, it was, it was so like, awkward. Man, man, I hope the AC is going wherever you are because he's got to be sweating bullets. Um, and everything from Masters from that point on, that was like Masters at that point. And you made this point earlier when we were kind of chatting. That was kind of the moment where Master smelled like he 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 could taste and smell the blood in the water. He was like, "Oh, I've got this guy dead to rights." And and make the point that you made earlier because I thought it was a really good point about how it was as if Blake Masters at that point realized that Mark Kelly was already in so far over his head that all he needed to do was let Kelly talk. He didn't need to, he, he just needed to ask, he just needed to make Kelly defend his record. Yeah. And he was going to be able to, and he was going to be able to riff on that once Kelly stammered his way through not trying to offend anyone in Arizona. Yeah, I think, well, that's how you'd interpret it. I, the point I made was that Masters did a good job realizing Mm -hmm. that and instead of being like a bulldog like he Mm -hmm. was in the other debates he was smarter than some other people who shall not be named and realized that he could take advantage of this poor performance and just constantly put it back on him and come across as very competent and not angry exactly precisely and it was it was a heck of a performance i really have to say from the start it was Right away, Masters went after Kelly on inflation and voting for the Inflation Reduction Act and really pinned him in on that. And, um, of course, then when they go to the libertarian, Mark Victor, he slams everyone for the COVID closure. He's like, you didn't need to do it. The only reason we have this problem, inflation problem right now is because you attacked small businesses. Hey, 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 let's vote for the libertarian. Let's vote for the libertarian. We'll get to voting for the libertarian. I He's, keep waiting for you to get to it because I have a point. So out. okay, so here's the point. So here, so here, there comes to a point in the debate where he's like, where where he talks about voting, and um, and he talks about voting, and he talks about um, how we live in a uh, in a constitutional, uh, how we live in a republic, and. Um, and he says, look, you know, I, it's, 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 you know, there are certain things that, you know, we want to put up to vote. And one of the things that we put up to vote, um, 
um, I want to I want to get this this right. Okay. Well, while you find that, what I liked about him was that he uh, was for so many things that I think a lot of us are for that we are annoyed that Republicans have failed at. He's like, you know, they're both printing money like it. There's no tomorrow. They're both causing inflation. Mm-hmm. They're both spending tons and tons of money and not reeling it in. And so you, the whole time you're just kind of nodding along. And you're, you're, I mean, I was kind of thinking in my head, like, man, it would be nice if we could somehow get this guy to win because he seems the most like-minded. Uh, and then you realize, like, that's probably never going to happen. And then he talks about amnesty, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to we'll get to post amnesty. So let's just. Uh... Let's get to, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Victor here, where he goes, um, he goes, we are a constitutional republic. We're not an un- unrestricted democracy. He goes, and so that's what he talks about, like, you know, and everything's out. But then he goes, what should the age of consent be? This is something that reasonable minds disagree on. That should be up for a vote. Oh, I don't remember him saying that. What was he even talking about? Uh, they were talking. They were talking about. Um, uh, he was just talking. He just went on a tangent and started talking about his governing philosophy. <laughs> but like, what was he even answering? Was it about abortion or like consent for what? I don't even remember them having a debate talk at a topic around consent. There, there wasn't. There wasn't. Um, <laughs> That's the point. I don't know how I missed that. I he must have just been rambling, and I just started to tune out. Uh, I don't remember that at all. Well, remember we also had the Russell Wilson game of the century on the iPad. <laughs> I don't think that's what was distracting me. Uh, I don't. So, so, anyways, yeah. So, at one point, the Libertarian candidate did question. Maybe we should have a vote for the age of consent, uh, which, uh, which um, was interesting. Anyways. Um, Masters, Masters at the first part of the debate really won where he got to point out that Mark Kelly voted for 87,000 more IRS agents. Um, And he also voted against adding 18,000 more Border Patrol agents. But he did apparently try to get us better technology at like one station to detect fentanyl because the criminals won't figure that out immediately and just go in some other hole where we don't have a wall. Precisely. But thank you, Mark Kelly. Thank you, Mark Kelly. You have saved us all. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, and I mean, that was also kind of one of the themes where Blake Masters was really asking the tough questions of Mark Kelly that the moderator was never going to ask, right? The moderator wasn't, didn't, he just wanted to tee up kind of discussion points. Um, he brought up the 2020 election, which um, the mas- moderator was super annoying, honestly, on that topic. Yeah, he, he was, was trying to goat Masters into saying the election was stolen, and yep. Masters did a great job combating that. But he asked him like three different times. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you not getting? He answered your question. Like, are you debating him or are you a moderator? Like, he answered the question. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I mean the moderator. I have a note here when Masters is grilling Kelly on, on the uh, the eighteen thousand border patrol agents. The moderator goes, "Well, it sounds like you're kind of cherry picking, right? Like this was like a minor part of a larger bill." And Masters makes a point. He goes, "Like he voted on it. He voted on it. If he's been so dedicated to the border, he says, then 
if this issue supersedes all else, then he should have voted yes to have make sure that these Border Patrol agents were added in. But he didn't. He voted on it. He's on the record against it. And that was something that the moderator wouldn't understand, like that in politics you got to point out that, 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 oh, guess what? Democrats do stupid things. Um, so I definitely think that Blake Masters kind of had to play the role of moderator as well of just making sure that, that Mark Kelly's record was going to be questioned, was going to be put up for debate. Um, um, once again, libertarian candidate, <laughs> Blake Masters said that they're spending like drunken sailors in DC and the libertarian candidate said, I wanted to defend drunken sailors. There's a limit to what drunken sailors can spend. <laughs> um, another great line. <laughs> <laughs> he was really good throughout 99% of the debate, except for like one line. Um, Masters asked Kelly to resign at one point over immigration. Um, Masters, I, it just, Masters just crushed him. Um, then it turned to uh, abortion. Kelly just read his stump speech about codifying Roe v. Wade, and Masters had a great answer. Masters was like, look, it's like, Right now, the things that are up for, he's like, right now, I support what the people of Arizona support, which is the 15-week limit. He's like, that's what's going to be up for debate in Senate. That's what I support. I support that 15-week bill. If there are other, he's like, I can't comment on, like, other things that are come up, but, like, right now, he's like, I feel very comfortable going to Congress and being like, I will support what the people of Arizona support statewide, which is a 15-week limit. Which I think is a very reasonable position to take, because they, they wanted to get him on no exceptions ever, ever, ever. Um, and, and I then, feel like Masters, I don't know if he was successful, but he he did seem to get him on Mark Kelly, I think, had signed up on a bill or something around the allowing abortions until the baby's born, essentially. Correct. So that's what I was getting to. And he's oh, like, look, sorry. I'm not the extremist. Mark Kelly is the extremist. This is someone who supported legislation that would allow an abortion for any reason up until the moment of birth. Killing a viable child. He's like, that's an extreme. Why, you know, and that's when Mark Masters started going after Kelly. And it's like, why do you think this? Like, do you think there should be any limits on late term abortion? Do you think you should be able to abort, you know, a child that's viable in the womb? Blah, 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 blah. Read him the riot act on that. And once again, stammering Kelly just goes, I support Roe v. Wade. I support Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade should be the law of the land. Roe v. Wade should be the law of the land. Blah, 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 blah. Like a bumbling buffoon. Like a sweating, nervous, shaking, bumbling buffoon who would wilt under any sort of pressure. Yeah, and he didn't even dispute uh, voting and no. and being in favor of those bills. It's like, okay, so you did do it. And exactly. you have a good answer for it. And you are unwilling to defend your answers, which is wild because you're a Democrat. That is what your constituents want. And the moderator did try to pin Kelly down on this. He tried. He's like, Kelly, did you vote? Did you vote? Yes or no? And Kelly wouldn't answer the question. Yeah. Kelly wouldn't answer. answer the question. The moderator tried to pin him down on it. Would not answer the question. Which is just stupid because it's easily accessible information. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, then they pivoted to 2020 election, which I thought Masters handled well. He said, yeah, Joe Biden unfortunately won the election. He goes, but the bigger issue is that the FBI and social media teamed up to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we now know is true. And he pushed it on Mark Kelly. He pushed that on Mark Kelly, too, of like, do you think that that was proper? Do you think that social media would be acting on behalf of one of, of a political party? Do you think that social media should be acting on behalf of the FBI? This laptop story we now know is true. 
you know, blah, 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 like, like read him the riot act on that. And all Mark Kelly could do was just say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And this like he doesn't, true. he doesn't think Arizona does good elections, but we have great elections, and it's been said, and blah 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 blah. And it's like okay, yeah. And then he would like break out this like completely like tangent of like Blake Masters thinks that generals are idiots. Like you know, I support our troops. <laughs> and Blake Masters, like, what are you talking about? Is that also the same question that he tried to claim that Masters wouldn't allow? Uh, servicemen serving overseas. So to it, vote. Was, it was it was like along <laughs> the same lines of that 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 like he's trying to claim that Blake Masters wouldn't allow absentee ballots for soldiers. And Blake, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, when have I ever said that? He's like, that seems like a perfectly rational thing. And then Blake Masters also made the great point of like of a voter ID is like, well, you want to know what? If you don't, if you're not going to go out and get an ID, then maybe we you shouldn't be voting. Did he, I thought the libertarian said that. Did the libertarian say that or masters say that? Le- the libertarian said, the libertarian might have said that. he said I support ID. It's free mm-hmm. to get, and if you're basically incapable of doing that, well, then you don't get to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Amen. <laughs> well, let me tell you, the more I hear him speak, the more I think it's fine if we have a vote on the age of consent. Um have him be a senator. <laughs> what? Just no. kidding. Don't worry, we'll win that one. We'll win that one against the weirdos. Hey. Okay. And so that was that. Yeah. So hopefully people watched it. I doubt. So that's what I fear. My fear is that not enough people watched it. The moderator was also being snippy about the time. I guess he like really wanted it to be an hour. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why do we need it to be an hour? Why can't it be an hour and 15 minutes? Like, this is important. Yeah. He just cut everyone off at the end. Yeah. Done. One hour. Gosh forbid it goes over one over. Gosh forbid right. we don't get to watch the masked singer or the or God forbid we, trans we can't watch four commercials. We can only do three. I mean, yeah. crying out loud. A Harvard-affiliated children's hospital has sparked outrage after claiming some babies know they are transgender from the womb. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So does that mean abortion is violence against trans people? We have to ban abortion. If there are if there are babies that are trans in the womb and we don't know because they have not been able to identify to us that they are trans, is abortion violence against trans, yes or no? Silence is violence, by the way. Only when debating against just as crazy people. I'm bringing, I think I think I think this is a winner now. I think this is what we should run on. Abortion is violence against trans people because Trans babies in the womb know if they're trans. I mean, if the babies know that much, they must also be able to do like math and everything. So mm-hmm. they have a fully functioning brain. So it really is murder. That's straight up murder. Okay. They usually express their gender. I mean, look at this freak show. Oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Um, from the womb, from the jot womb. down the name because I never want that person prov- providing quote unquote medicine to me. Uh, it's a uh, Boston's Children's Hospital. It's the uh, foremost children's hospital in the country. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, it used to be. It used to be. All right. Joe Biden, level-headed Joe, Armageddon talks edge beyond bounds of United States intel. What? Armageddon? What? 
President Biden's warning that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon. Nuclear, just as level-headed Joe Biden saying we're at risk of nuclear Armageddon more than any other time since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Well, yeah, because he's a completely inept leader. Mm-hmm. And he's let the bad guys just run away with everything. Oh, I wanted to bring this up. Carrie Lake. Yeah. So, so Katie Hobbs still won't debate Carrie Lake. Yeah. She won't even show up on the same stage as her. There was a Hispanic town hall this past week. Carrie Lake showed up. Katie got a great photo up with Katie Hobbs right there, not standing there. <laughs> Empty podium. That's amazing. Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is so scared of Carrie Lake. It's it's disqualifying. It's absolutely 100% disqualifying. This Katie Hobbs woman should not be allowed anywhere near the governor's mansion in Arizona. If you are afraid to debate your can if you're afraid to debate your opponent, I do not care who you are. You could be the most successful incumbent who has saved everyone around the world and cured AIDS and cured cancer. Not if you can't only- get on the debate stage, you are not fit to be a public servant. Please remove yourself from the race. Not only that, but she's also racist because she didn't show up to speak to the Hispanics. Well, she's just assuming that they're going to support her. Well, I think they're all going to vote for Carrie now. She got an unfiltered, what, hour to talk to them? I think Carrie likes some smoke hobs. Fingers crossed. I think it's one of my three or four points. Kelly and Masters is going to be close, but I think Carrie Lake's going to win this. It's Katie Hobbs is absolutely unqualified. I mean, look, say what you will about Mark Kelly. There's a reason why I, I don't know if Mark Kelly's team would like another debate at this point or would prefer <laughs> not to have another debate because his performance was so atrocious and it was panned across the board, right, center, and left. That, like, do you really want to put him out there again to remind people about how inept he is and how poor of a communicator he is? Katie Hobbs isn't even trying. Katie Hobbs isn't even trying. Do, do they usually have multiple debates for Senate in a state? Usually I thought just, it was just the one. just one. Yeah. But, you know. Ben Sass is resigning from the Senate. I thought he was already gone. Ugh. Right. Good How rinse. is he still there? <laughs> Who cares? Don't let the door hit you where God split you. Exactly. Just go away. This is the most. Is he the most self righteous United States senator? I don't know. They're all self righteous. He's up there. Ben Sass is up there for the most self righteous United States senator. I mean, this. You know, we always complain about liberals being fart sniffers. He's a Republican fart sniffer. He is a Republican fart sniffer. He is a fart sniffer's fart sniffer. This guy, he bathes in his own scent. It's just, you just, you know, there's... Phil Mickelson has had a nickname for a while. Yeah. It's an acronym. Fig Jam. You know what Fig Jam stands for? I think it's the name of a tech company, actually. (laughs) It stands for uh, F, I'm good, just ask me. There's a different word to begin with it, but this is a children's, this is a family program, unlike the last episode. (laughs) Except for the last episode. We sound like a Red Fox album here, you know? Uh, But uh, I... <laughs> but anyways, that's Ben Sass. He's Fig Jam. Okay. He's Fig Jam. 
what an obnoxious person who did nothing but to make the conservative movement look like a bunch of loser, a whiny losers. Ugh, I just, I just. I miss in the morning legend Bernard McGurk, dead at 64. I don't even know who that is. All right. As part of the extended <laughs> I miss family tree. So my former boss. Mm-hmm. Got her start, or one of her starts in the media, as being a regular on Imus in the Morning. Did you ever listen to Imus? I think you can probably deduce that based on the fact that I don't know who this person is. I wouldn't be surprised if you heard some Don Imus in your life. A little bit of Don Imus. I don't know if I've ever talked to your parents about Don Imus. So anyway, so I got a little bit of Don Imus here, story story for you. I'm a big Don Imus fan. I thought Don Imus was one of the best radio hosts of all time. He, um, he, uh, he was one of those, he was one of the pioneers of that, that national syndication when Rush started it and Howard and, and Imus was one of them. And, um, uh, smart guy, shock jock, all that stuff. But um, but anyways, as I've told you before, I've had a trouble sleeping my entire life. And I need to listen to things when going to bed. And so as a child growing up, I would listen to the Red Sox going to bed. And it was on WEEI, 850 WEI, AM 850 WEI. Well, the morning show mm-hmm. back in the day... Was nationally syndicated. I miss in the morning. OMG. I miss in the morning. Okay. Eight twelve in the morning. Twelve minutes past the hour. All right. McGurk. Anyways. Anyways. But anyways, my Do- former boss kind of got her one of her starts in the I miss. So I feel part of the extended fi- I miss family, and. Um, uh, anyone who's seen watch Fox News or knows of Don I miss has definitely seen Bernard McGurk. On the Fox News airwaves over the past couple of decades, and it's sad to see him go. Sad to see him go. Truly, truly a legend of what he did. Truly a radio legend. Truly a commentary legend. Someone who, um, a great producer, a great, um, a great um, entertainment figure. Sad to see him go. Uh, I got nothing else. I don't even have food. I don't have food. Unreal. I'm sorry. I wish there was like another thing. I don't. I don't have any backup food item today. Oh, I got one. I, okay, I don't have a food item, but this is a. Let's just call it a. What could go wrong? The NBA is handing out warning cards to fans sitting close to the court. So if you say or do something that attracts the attention of a player or just NBA security, they come over and hand you a card. Now, if you're standing, if you're sitting in those very expensive courtside seats. Warning card. You are being issued a warning that the comments, gestures, and or behaviors that you have directed to the players, coaches, game officials, or other spectators constitute excessive verbal abuse or behavior that is disruptive or interferes with a game participant or another spectator are in viola- and are in violation of the NBA fan code of conduct. This is the first and only warning that you will receive if after receiving this warning, you verbally abuse any player, coach, game official, or spectator, or engage in behavior that is disruptive or interferes with a game participant or another spectator, you will be immediately ejected from the arena without refund. 
That is that, now that the must ultimate. Be a large card. Oh wow, that's some tiny print. How can people read that? That is now. I know it's like thumb sized. Like no you one's can reading see this that. No one's, thumb. no one's gonna read that, especially if they've had a few to drink. First, oh, no one's reading that. Excuse me. I one wholeheartedly agree. Number two, this is now the number one souvenir at every NBA Wait, game. Did you read that from that picture? Or did I you read t- that from that picture. That is so tiny. What do you mean it's not tiny? It's, it's tiny. Fine. How can you not? You can't read that? No, I can read it. I'm just saying it's it's so tiny. No one who's been drinking and whatever watching the game is going to stop and read that. If you sit courtside at an NBA game, your number one goal is to get one of these cards now. You've got to get a warning. You get the yellow card. I want a yellow card. Give me the card. I want the card. What do I have to do? Too much of a goody two-shoes. I don't want the card. Do you have to throw popcorn at someone? <laughs> Maybe get Draymond Green to punch me in the face? Wear a Jordan Poole jersey on the sideline. Maybe Draymond will punch me in the face in a Warriors game. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways, so anyway, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Hey, guess what? We're handing out free souvenirs for your bad behavior. <laughs> we'll let you behave poorly once. We'll let you behave poorly once. You can do the old Larry David stretch out the legs and trip Shaquille O'Neal once. That's it. You get, you get, you get to trip Shaq once. <laughs> and you get your souvenir card. And then just sit down and enjoy your popcorn. <laughs> what could go wrong? All right, so listener, if you ever get one of these cards, let us know because Max is, really wants to see one. Oh man, gotta get one. All right, um, we'll catch you on Monday, y'all. Thirty minutes past the hour. Thirty minutes, half past eight. I, I don't. Is that the um? Okay. Never mind. The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jeff is a mess.